What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Good afternoon, church family. If we have not had the pleasure of meeting, my name is Marilyn Mitchell, and I'm the Women's Ministry Director at New Vision's Buchanan Campus. And today we're continuing our study of the book of John, and we're in chapter 6, verses 1 through 15. I'll be reading from the English Standard Version, and it says this, After this, Jesus went away to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias, and a large crowd was following him because they saw the signs that he was doing on the sick. Jesus went up on the mountain, and there he sat down with his disciples. Now the Passover, the feast of the Jews, was at hand. Lifting up his eyes then, and seeing that a large crowd was coming toward him, Jesus said to Philip, Where are we to buy bread so that these people may eat? He said this to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, Two hundred denarii worth of bread would not be enough for each of them to get a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There's a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish, but what are they for so many? Jesus said, Have the people sit down. Now there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down, about five thousand in number. Jesus then took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated so also the fish, as much as they wanted. And when they had eaten their fill, he told the disciples, gather up the leftover fragments that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up and filled 12 baskets with fragments from the five barley loaves left by those who had eaten. When the people saw the sign that he had done, they said, this is indeed the prophet who is to come into the world. Perceiving then that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, Jesus withdrew again to the mountain by himself. Well, as always, there is so much rich content in just these 15 verses, so many segments of this that we could spend extensive time on, and I really highly encourage you to do that. This is the beauty of the Word of God, is that it never gets old, it never ceases to reveal the mystery and the ministry of Jesus and what he has for us. And so um, in this telling of this and yet another sign and wonder that Jesus was doing, um, we see so many components of this, how he helped the people, what he um, demonstrated to the disciples, all of these things. But a couple things I want to point out before we jump into that. It says that after this, Jesus went away to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, and it talks about how the Passover, the Feast of the Jews, was at hand. So it's interesting there because if we talk about the Feast of the Jews that we saw in the last chapter in John 5, then a year has possibly passed just between these two chapters. Now, if the Feast in John 5 wasn't 
um, the feast of the Jews, then a few months had passed. But either way, it could have been as much as one or two years since even just the first couple of chapters of John. But we know that because of this, over this span of his ministry and these signs that he's doing, a large crowd is following him. And so it's as Jesus always does, there are so many components of what's going on here, but he does not neglect the discipleship of his disciples. And so he starts with Philip and it says he tested Philip by asking him, how in the world, you know, where are we to buy bread so that these people may eat? And of course, Philip answered very logically what, you know, if if we even began to try, 200 denarii wouldn't even be enough for everyone to get even a little. And so, of course, Jesus knew that and Jesus knew what he was about to do. And yet he gave Peter, Um, Philip this opportunity to be part of this exchange to see what he would say um, and to then obviously let the the demonstration speak for itself Um, and so Jesus does know what he's going to do in this situation and yet he brings Philip and the other disciples and then I think it is interesting here how Andrew Simon Peter's brother even mentions the boy with five barley loaves and two fish and I think that that is so powerful and so that's kind of where I want to camp out um, on this passage for us today. Five barley loaves and two fish. I mean, just envision that in your mind. I mean, just think about that in your lunchbox, right? Hardly, I mean, it was a boy's lunch. It was for a child. And we have 5,000 plus people. 5,000 is just the men. And we know that there would have been women and children mixed in. So five barley loaves, two fish, and yet in the hands of Jesus, they can feed so many people and then have 12 baskets of fragments left over. Um, And so I think it's really important for us to see that this is not about the boy. This is not about the disciples. And this is not about what they had. Did they have denarii? Did they have food? Did they have whatever? the, The beauty of Jesus and his power and his might is that whatever we have, if given willingly, he will multiply. He will establish. His will will prevail. And so I think that that is something that is just such an encouragement to me and a conviction to me that there are so many times in my life that I live in a, in a scarcity mindset, that I live in a mindset of, but I only have this or I don't have that rather than, okay, here's what I have. Here's what God has gifted me, whether it be so much food that there's 12 baskets left over, or whether it be a simple two fish lunch, right? And it's Jesus who does the miracle. It's he who multiplies, it's he who expands, it's he who brings it to fruition. And so I just think that's really special um, to consider here is that whatever we are bringing, it's enough because it's not about us. It's about him, and he is able to do exceedingly and abundantly more than we could ever hope or imagine. And so I think that even though this is just a short um, 15 verses, and it's it's a story we've all heard before, right? It's I mean, it's classic flannel graph Sunday School 101, um, if you're old enough to know what that even means. <laughs> um, but the reality is we shouldn't miss this, and we shouldn't miss the excitement and the wonder 
of such an amazing feat. But then again, how Jesus is so intentional and so detailed to the very minor things as well. And it says, not only did they just get enough, they had as much as they wanted. They ate their fill and there was still that which was left over. And that is what our God is. He is a God of abundance. He is a God of provision. Now, clearly, who doesn't want this God, right? And in this moment, because their very physical needs are being met in a very um, powerful sign and wonder, they actually wanted to, by force, take Jesus as their king. Um, And he knew that, of course. And so he had to withdraw again to the mountain by himself. And we've spoken about this before, if you've been in any of our other um, studies, but just how Jesus time and time again retreats. And I think that's just the second thing that I want to um, remind you today is that it is not just okay to rest. It is not just okay to retreat. It is actually a command. We're commanded by the God of Sabbath to rest. And, and to know when we need that rest is such a gift. And Jesus knows that over and over and over. He models for us what it looks like in healthy relationship with the Lord and with himself and with others. And so, yes, this amazing thing happened and it would have been really easy for him to allow himself to be hoisted up on their shoulders and glorified as a king. But Jesus didn't lose sight of his mission. He never does. He never will. He knows exactly who he was and is. He knows exactly what he was there for and he did it. And though he knows that some of these very same people will in not far off time um, be shouting for his crucifixion, in this moment he meets their needs and he does it in a powerful way um, and with very little. So I hope that that will encourage you today, those two things, that whatever you have, if it's surrendered into the hands of Jesus, he can do much with it. So bring your gift, no matter how meager it is, um, in your mind and he will multiply that. And then secondly, know when to retreat, know when to withdraw, know when to rest and restore your spirit because um, he has called us to that and it's a gift from a good, good father. So I hope that encourages you and I hope you'll join me back here tomorrow where we're gonna keep going in John chapter six and pick up in verse 16. Be blessed. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.